to another episode of Accessibility. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play? I'm your host, Laura. I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a plain black dress and a leather jacket. When I talk about making video game narratives more accessible to disabled players, one of the most common things I will talk about is proper implementation of subtitles and closed captions. For deaf and hard of hearing players, audio-only information in narratives can be difficult or impossible to glean. So if you're having a conversation between characters that is only delivered by them voice acting and speaking to each other, or there's a sound effect in the background that's important to understand in order to know where the plot's going, it's really important that we also deliver that as text, so that people who struggle to or cannot hear are still able to follow along with the narrative. However, one aspect I don't talk about nearly as often on this channel is the inverse of that. Making sure that text-only information is provided to players who may struggle with real-time text reading and comprehension into other formats such as spoken dialogue. Now, I'm not going to be talking about audio descriptions today, I think that they are a very important step forward for our industry, but I have done a dedicated video about those already, you can check out a link in the video description. Today, I'm going to be talking about the importance of voice acting and text-to-speech to make sure that in-game text is accessible to people who find it more accessible as audio. So today, on Accessibility, we're going to be talking about the importance of voice acting and text-to-speech support in video games. We're going to be talking about some of the different groups of disabled users that may find text difficult to engage with, and may find audio more accessible. We're going to talk about some of the benefits of automated text-to-speech, and how they can help make games more accessible on somewhat of a budget. But we're also going to talk about some of the drawbacks of text-to-speech, and some of the areas where dedicated voice acting support may provide better results to the end user. While support for opaque backgrounds, custom fonts, and custom text sizes can make text easier to read for blind or partially sighted players, there is a limit to the degree to which they can help. There is only so much room on screen, and for some users it's simply not going to be enough to make text reliably and easily legible. There are blind and partially sighted players who, for example, are able to play a game like Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart in high contrast mode, due to the game's support for high contrast visuals and lock-on aim assist, but might struggle to read menu or UI text. Seeing big blocks of colour that are colour-coded to tell you what they mean can make gameplay more accessible, while on-screen text can remain difficult to read. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart does feature full voice acting, so blind and partially sighted players can follow along with the plot without needing to read subtitles. But if that voice acting support was not there, the game's plot would be more difficult for many to follow. Subtitles are a lot more difficult to make easy to see for people with vision disabilities than something like high contrast gameplay visuals. Much of the same can be said for UI and menu access in video games. The Last of Us 2 is another title where high contrast mode and other accessibility features make the gameplay more playable for partially sighted and sightless blind players, and it additionally features audio assistance for players while navigating text-based menus. An automated text-to-speech voice is active as default when you first boot the game up, reading out any menu or in-game text that is either activated in-world or moved over in-menu. 
The game's text-to-speech isn't perfect, but it decently approximates the right intonation, and makes text-based information available to players who may struggle to read it quickly or easily. However, blind and partially sighted players are not the only people who see a benefit when on-screen text is delivered as audio. For many players with ADHD, a combination of audio and text delivery, in combination, can be easier to follow and not get distracted from than just plain text alone. By engaging more than one sense at a time, the brain is less likely to get distracted looking for external sensory input and lose focus on what it was trying to read. For players with dyslexia, less confident readers, or those for whom a game is presented in a non-native language, reading text accurately, reliably, and quickly can be difficult. While options such as dyslexia-friendly alternative fonts can help a little, for all of the above groups, audio delivery alongside text can help make sure the words are read correctly, and improve the chances of following along with the plot. Additionally, for users who struggle with non-verbal subtext, such as autistic gamers, dedicated voice acting can provide more clues at intended tone and meaning than text alone. Being able to hear if a character sounds sad or angry can help to make the narrative tone more easily understood. Now, I'm aware that dedicated voice acting performances have a financial cost associated. I know a lot of indie developers in particular will cite cost as a barrier to voice acting inclusion, alongside the fact that, in many cases, no voice acting is perceived as better than poor quality or cheap voice acting by a wider audience. So, let's talk a little bit first about the pros and cons of automated text-to-speech solutions, which might be more applicable to these developers. Text-to-speech automation is a very useful tool for conveying non-narrative text to a player as audio, and is certainly better than offering no narrative text-to-speech support, with some caveats to keep in mind. Text-to-speech automation lacks personality of delivery, which will mean that it is a lot less emotive in narrative delivery than a human voice actor might be. Think of this similarly to the difference between subtitles and sign language interpreter support. One conveys the words as written, but the other delivers more meaning along with the words themselves. Automation also requires oversight, as if you simply set up an automated system and leave it unchecked, I guarantee you'll find places where it wildly mispronounces uncommon or custom words from your narrative. It's not something to just set and forget, you need to properly test its implementation and take the time to ensure that everything is correctly delivered as audio to the player. That said, it is likely a cheaper option for developers, and as long as it's properly labelled, it will be available to those who need it, while not mistaken for dedicated voice acting by the average player. Proper voice acting obviously gives a lot more active information to the player than automated text-to-speech systems, but it does require you to know all of your text in advance. Things like custom player names or custom game mode names used in user creation lobbies will by necessity never be able to be recorded by a dedicated human, and in those cases text-to-speech support is more likely to be applicable. While most AAA game developers are moving towards having most of their video games released with full voice acting, and increasing numbers of developers are supporting text-to-speech menu narration on a per-game basis, one publisher and console manufacturer that's falling behind in this regard is Nintendo. The vast majority of their first-party franchises still contain little to no voice acting, 
and they're the only console manufacturer of the main three to have not yet implemented any form of system-level text-to-speech menu support. I see a lot of players calling for voice acting to come to major Nintendo series for personal and stylistic reasons, but accessibility is a major area where Nintendo is falling behind with regards to their insistence on only delivering stories as on-screen text. I'm not saying that every video game needs to have voice acting. I recognise that stylistically some video games just do not want to support that and I'm not going to force them to do so. I also recognise that for some smaller developers budget may be a concern, and again, I'm not saying that every video game has to support this or they're a terrible video game. But I think that text-to-speech and voice acting support are just as integral to making video games more accessible as proper subtitles or closed captioning, and I think that long-term we should be pushing for these to be standards. I think that much like we expect video games today to have proper subtitles and to be working towards proper closed captions, I think that we should be expecting long-term our industry to start at the very least supporting text-to-speech, even if not full voice acting, for most titles, because it does make them more accessible, and the tools to automate that process are getting better and better over time. Text is not always easy to read, focus on, or internalise for a lot of disabled players. In a future where text-to-speech support is getting better by the day, even if you don't feel that you can afford to have proper high-quality voice acting, or you don't feel that that fits the style of your game, we should really be pushing towards a future where, at the very least, even if not by a human, someone is reading text to the player to make sure that if text is not something they can engage with easily, they can still engage with the narrative of your game.